0: You're listening to a message from Highway Church entitled, My Father's Voice. Enjoy. Hallelujah. God is so good. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the overflow of your amazing grace. We have received the abundance of your grace and the gift of your righteousness. You have given them to us. And we have received them. And well, we thank you for meeting every need in this place this morning. Every physical need. Every spiritual need. Every emotional need. Every material need. Every financial need. In Jesus' name, according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Holy Spirit, you do what you want to do in our lives. Have your way in our lives today. We have given you everything. We are resting in you this morning, and we thank you for changing us. We thank you that today marks a new day, a new week of walking with you. And we're excited. About your plans and your purposes unfolding in our lives this week in Jesus name hallelujah if you're here this morning, whatever need you might have, I sure don't know, but the Holy Spirit does and and you know we don't we don't come here to to go to a church service, we come here to gather publicly like they did in the book of Acts. They, they were baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they met daily in the temple, and they met in their homes, and that's what we do, and we're here to, to worship God, to experience His amazing love in our lives. So whatever need you might have, I want to encourage you right now to put your trust in God the Father to meet your need today. All right, whatever that might be. To meet that need. Do you believe that he can do that? I don't know. It might be a big need. Maybe maybe it's too big for God. What do you think? Is it too hard for him? No. He's the God of the impossible, right? And he wants to do the impossible in your life. Right? Well, the, the possible, we all, we can do the possible. He wants to do the impossible. Right? Would you let God do the impossible in your life on this Father's Day? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for doing the impossible today. Thank you for healing in this place today. Thank you for putting lives back together, for putting families back together, for healing hearts, for strengthening and encouraging and doing what only you can do. We thank you for your love reigning in every home. You know, dads, it's it's a pretty special uh, privilege to be a dad. And as dads, I want to encourage you guys um, to trust God and to know that as a dad, God has a custom-made plan for your family. It's a blessed plan that he thought of before you had a family. And as a dad, when you have confidence in God's plan for your family, it will light your home. And, you know, the Satan will put pressure on you to be like so-and-so's family or your kids should do this or your kids should do that. But don't listen to him. Be, be the man that God made you to be. You don't have to be like anybody else. Be the person God made you to be and know that God has a plan and a purpose for your family, and he's fully committed To fulfilling that. And when you're confident in that, it will light up your home. It will change the atmosphere in your home. Hallelujah. Well, it's Father's Day. It's a good day. It's a good day to celebrate because we're celebrating the father of all fathers. And we're going to take a break from our series, Take Me to Your Leader. And we're going to do a special special message today uh, called My Father's voice, and we're going to talk about God as our Father. You know, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, he says, there are many voices in the world. Boy, do we know that. And he says, and none of them are without significance. And if you think about it, have you ever thought about all the voices you hear in just a week? If you really stop and think about it, I mean, there are voices online, you know, there, there are voices. Um, in the store you go to, in the stores you go to, they're the voices of your friends, of your family, of relatives. There are a lot of voices going on around us. But today we're going to talk about uh, one voice that is unlike any other, and it's my father's voice. We're talking about the voice of God. I remember as a kid, uh, I lived with my grandpa for a while, and man, my grandpa had this big, booming voice. And he told us as kids that he used to sing in a barbershop quartet and they called him leather lungs because he could just belt out that tenor part, you know. And so I'd be playing, you know, something as a kid and I'd hear, hey, Joey. I could hear it like from outside, you know, and that's, he called me Joey because that's what one of my siblings called me when they were kids. They couldn't pronounce my name. So that was my name. But man, when grandpa came into the room, you could feel the the vibrations of his voice. So there are big voices in our lives. There are little voices. There are happy voices. There are sad voices. There are fearful voices. There are confident voices. But there's no voice quite like the voice of my Father. And if you think about it, what is a voice? A voice is an expression of the heart, right? Jesus said in Luke 6, 45, that it's out of the overflow of the heart that the mouth speaks. So when you're hearing a voice, you're hearing the expression of someone's heart. If you would just pause for a little bit and think about it, every decision you've made in your life was made because you chose to listen to a particular voice. Or a voice says. It's good to realize that. Every decision. But if you'll learn to listen to my father's voice, your life will continually improve. Because his voice is unlike any other. Now, when I say my father's voice, I'm talking about God. But you got to know he wasn't always my father. See, I was adopted back in 1989. I'm talking not about my uh, my earthly father, but my heavenly father. I came into the family of God in 1989. I was, uh, right before my 20th birthday, I gave my life to Christ. And at that, that moment, I was adopted. And in John chapter 1, verses 11 and 12, it says that Jesus came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. But to those who received him, to those who believed on his name, he gave the right and the power to become the very children of God. And man, that's what happened to me in 1989. So that's who I'm talking about when I say my father's voice. Galatians 4, verses 4 through 7 say it this way. But when the fullness of the time came... God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law. That was all of us. That we might receive the adoption as sons. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Daddy is how, how would be a good way to translate the word Abba. Daddy, father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, an heir of God. So what is it about my father's voice that makes it so special? Well, my father's heart. See, a voice is an expression of the heart. And the reason that God's voice will change your life continually for the better is because his heart is so good. In fact, there's no darkness in God's heart, there's nothing bad about him, there's no evil in his heart. And I like the way the psalmist said it in Psalm number five, verses three and four. He says, In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice, the expression of my heart. In the morning, I'll order my prayer to you and sadly, no. Well, oh, no, I'm sorry, and eagerly, expectantly, joyfully watch. What's what's, what's joyful and what brings about this eagerness and expectation when we talk to our Father? Well, the next verse tells us why. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. No evil dwells with you. Wow. There's nothing bad about Him. That's the kind of Father that we've dreamed of, right? He's perfect in all his ways. So when I was adopted back in 1989 and I began to get to know my, my father's heart, I realized he wasn't against me, that he was for me, that he wanted to do good things in my life even without me asking him. And let's look at a couple of scriptures that reveal to us the heart of God the Father towards you this morning. One of my favorites, Jeremiah 29, 11. Here's my father's voice, and he wants to encourage you this morning. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to confuse you and frustrate you. And, and I'm sorry, that's not what it says at all. I, I, I Okay, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. See, that's different than some of the voices in my life. There are religious voices in my life that told me that some things happened in my life because maybe it was a part of God's plan, you know, bad things. But when I began to get to know the heart of my father and, and, and the voice of Jesus, I learned that he came that I would have life And life abundantly that it's the thief that steals and kills and destroys, not my father. So plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Look at this. Plans to give you hope and a future. I like how the message says it. Verse 11, I know what I'm doing. This is your father's voice. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for hallelujah and and uh, it's been a fun adventure as my wife and i uh for the last 20 years have en- enjoyed uh the blessing of marriage and to watch our children grow and when they, when they were little and 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 we were thinking about you know all the things we wanted them to learn and the experiences we wanted them to have we made up our mind to trust god our father to be their teacher and, and to do this in their lives, to unfold his plan for their lives. And sometimes as a father, you can have, there can be pressures in your life. Are, you know, are your kids' needs going to be met? Are they going to have all the experiences they need? Are they going to learn the things that you need to learn? And boy, Satan will try and keep you up at night worrying about your family. But I want you to know you have nothing to worry about when you put your trust in your heavenly father. Because we knew our children really belonged to him that they were a gift from him. So dads, I want to encourage you again to know that God has a plan and a purpose for you and your family, and you can sleep well at night because yes. he is faithful to take care of your children. Amen. So we that's something we began to say when they were little. The, the Holy Spirit, you are that teacher Of our children. In fact, Mariah, our oldest child, her name literally means provision of God or God is my teacher. Hallelujah. Psalm 139. I love it. So as I got to know the voice of my father, the heart of my father, I learned that he had this amazing plan for my life and that he was committed to fulfilling it. That he wanted to use his power on my behalf. (laughs) That it pleased him to do things for me, that it was his pleasure to bless me and to lead and guide me. And then I learned that he was always thinking about me, not in a bad way. He wasn't shaking his head looking down on me, but he was thinking about me because he loved me. And I love how it says it here in Psalm 139 in the Living Bible, verse 17. How precious it is, Lord, to realize that you are thinking about me Constantly. I love that. I can't even count how many times a day your thoughts turn toward me. And when I awaken in the morning, you're still thinking of me. Wow. Do you know that's true of you? Precious thoughts. God cherishes you. He cherishes you, and he thinks about you constantly. So there's no greater joy than knowing God as Father and then hearing his voice. Man, there is nothing like it. There's nothing like that sweet communion and fellowship with God as Father. Now, we may all, you may be familiar with the voice of God, or you may wonder, how can I hear the voice of God, or how can I get to know the voice of God, or how can I hear it more clearly? And the, the, the best way to get to know the voice of God the Father is through faith in Jesus Christ. It's really the only way. <laughs> But let's let's look at what Jesus said because Jesus really is the voice of the Father. He's the very expression of the heart of God. Let's look at what Jesus said in John chapter 14. So if you want to get to know God's voice as clear as anything you've ever heard, then that clarity will come when you put your faith in who Jesus is and what he's done for you. Okay, so in John chapter 14, Jesus made an absolutely uh, astounding and unique statement. He said uh, to Thomas, one of his disciples, he said, I am the way, which means there's no other, right? Not a way, but the way and the truth. He's the only way. He's the only truth. Right, truth? Awesome. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So we can save ourselves a ton of frustration, a ton of confusion and heartache by coming to God directly through faith in Jesus Christ. Because there are a lot of voices out there that are claiming to be God that will try and lead you into a spiritual experience. But if it doesn't line up with the person of Jesus Christ as revealed in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts, don't don't you follow it, right? Jesus is the way into this relationship with God. In verse 7, look what he says. If you had known me, he's speaking out of Thomas, He said, you would have known my father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it's enough for us. Look what Jesus says in verse nine. I love this. Have I been so long with you and yet you have not, excuse me, and yet you have not come to know me, Philip. He who has seen me, Has seen the Father. Isn't that great? So there's no mystery about it when you come to Jesus. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own initiative. But the Father abiding in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. One more scripture on, on this Jesus and the Father Isaiah chapter nine, verse six. This is a famous scripture. You're here at Christmas time. It's a prophetic scripture telling about Jesus. It says, "For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Jesus." the Prince of Peace. So when you're you're looking at Jesus, when you're studying Jesus in the Gospels, in the book of Acts, you're getting to know my Father's voice. You're getting to know the very heart of God, the very character of God. Hebrews chapter 11, chapter one, excuse me. Hebrews chapter one. You'll find that all confusion will begin to dissipate regarding God's heart and will for your life when you begin to study Jesus. And there are things I was told by by religious leaders or pastors or ministers or priests about God that I find weren't that I found were was not really true when I began to read the words of Christ. And I thought, "Wow, God is very different than what my church told me growing up." And boy, it is so so liberating to get to know the real heart of God. Now look what Hebrews chapter 1 says in verse number 1. Again, speaking of Jesus. It says God after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets in many portions and in many ways in these last days has spoken to us how in his son. In his son. Wow. So if anyone comes along and tells you anything different than what his son says in the scriptures, they're wrong. Regardless of what title or degree they may have, they're wrong. All right? So God has spoken to us in his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. And look at verse 3. And he is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature. That's why Isaiah said, He shall be called Everlasting Father. So, at Highway Church, we're crazy about Jesus. We're just, we're captivated by Him. There's just no one like Him. We're Jesus freaks, you know. We're just freaky about Him. Because He's so amazing. And he says things that absolutely will break every chain in your life. Let's look at something that he said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. See, really, the, the, the primary reason we're on earth is to get to know him more, to develop this intimate, ever-growing ever relationship with him, and then to help others Enter into that relationship. Now, here's the heart of God speaking, the voice of my Father in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. And I, we're going to put the Amplified up there for you. Then we're going to look at it in the message. But here's the heart of God. Are you ready? Come to me. <laughs> See, my Father's inviting, mm-hmm. not foreboding. Yes. He doesn't say, you know, after you fix yourself, After you do these 23 things right, then let's talk. He wants you to come as you are. He can handle your stuff. Right? He can handle your faults, your failures, your sins, your mistakes. He can handle that. His grace is infinitely greater than any sin you've ever committed. So come. Come on. Come to me, all you who are perfect and never make I'm sorry, that's, that's not what it says. All you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, so this God who's inviting understands what you go through. He understands the pressures that we can feel on this earth, and I will cause you to rest. See, we're getting a, we're getting a window now. God wants to employ His power. Refresh you. I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. I like just spend a little time on that, huh? I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Hmm. Verse 29 take my yoke upon you and learn of me. So, he wants, to, he wants us to come to him. He knows what we're going through. He wants to refresh us. He wants to give us real rest. He wants to uh, restore, renew, ease, and relieve us. He wants us to yoke up with him, to join with him, to walk with him, to learn of him. This is our Father. For I'm gentle and meek and humble. And lowly in heart. So my Father's voice is gentle. It's meek. It's inviting. It's refreshing. It's humble. And you will find rest. Guaranteed if you come to Him. If you put your faith in Jesus Christ. And you trust Him. In every area of your life. Guaranteed. You will find rest. Relief. Relief. And ease and refreshment and recreation. Recreation. Right? You ever think about that word? God makes all things new in our lives. You will find this supernatural rejuvenation. He'll make things new in you. Recreation, recreation, and blessed quiet, a supernatural peace for your souls. Verse 30, love this. For my yoke, my voice is wholesome. I think of Sandy Duncan for some reason when I think of that word wholesome. You know why? Because she used to do this wheat thins commercial. You guys know what wheat thins are? You guys know who Sandy Duncan is? I don't But wheat thins were a wholesome cracker. That's why has nothing to do with the scripture, but anyway, I just had this picture of this wheat thins commercial come into my mind, and Sandy Duncan's standing in this field of wheat holding up a box, encouraging you to buy a box of wheat thins. Just thought you might enjoy learning about the way I think. Anyway, for my yoke is wholesome. What does wholesome mean? Makes you whole, right? W-H-O-L-E, right? It's conducive to wholeness. It brings about wholeness in your life. Wow, it's useful, it's good, it's not harsh. My father's voice is not harsh. It's not hard. It's not sharp. It's not pressing. Do you want to know whose voice is? Sure, the accuser of the brethren, right? Satan's voice is hard it's sharp, it's pressing. There are spirits of darkness that will try and pressure you into making decisions. Even, even decisions where you want to please God, they'll pressure you saying, you better do that. If you don't do that, God's not going to be pleased with you. And If you don't do that, this is going to happen. And if you do that, this won't happen. And you better do this. And, and they'll try and put pressure on you to get you to make a decision. Anytime you feel that pressure, that, that poking, that's not the voice of your father. That is not my father's voice need to know that so you can know right away Ah, uh, uh, that's not my father talking my father's wholesome my father's gentle my father's meek my father's useful my father's good right he's not harsh he's not hard so we're getting to know our father's voice aren't we but comfortable I thought that was a forbidden word in Christianity years ago I thought you were supposed to be uncomfortable as a Christian, right? I mean, God wants to stretch us and take us out of our comfort zone because he has more for us, but his yoke is comfortable. It's like it's like putting on that pair of shoes that just fits perfectly. It's like, man, I was made to wear this yoke. I was made to walk with God. It's comfortable. It's gracious. It's pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. Come on, isn't that different than what Some will make you think is the voice of God. So that's what we do at Highway Church. We go right to Jesus. We just bypass all the other voices. We just go right to the heart of God, and we get to know Jesus. We get to know the heart of God. Now, in the message translation, oh, I love this. Verse 28, heart of God speaking. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Check. Check, check. There's a time in my life I could have filled out all three of those. Not anymore. (laughs) Then come to me. Are you saying God's not religious? Yes. Right? Are you burned out on religion? Get away from that stuff. Come to me. Let me recreate. Let me give you new life. Right? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. Wow, I'll show you how to take a real rest. You know, you can go on vacation and be stressed out and not, and not rest. But if you'll get alone with Jesus, get alone with your Father, He'll show you how to take a real rest. And by the same taking, you can be working and applying yourself and be experiencing a deep, powerful rest in the midst of what you're doing i'll show you how to take a real rest verse 29 walk with me work with me watch how i do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace (laughs) see god's voice is not forced religion forces god doesn't force it's, it's this unforced relationship. It's an unforced rhythm. We're walking with him. It, it, it's, it's the rhythm of love, right? It's unforced. You're walking with him. You're laughing together with your father. Right? He's telling you corny jokes, and you're laughing, and you're walking with him. He's leading and guiding you. You're learning these unforced rhythms of grace as you go throughout your day. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Why would a loving father do that? Of course he would not do that. Verse 30, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Hmm. So this is really what set Jesus apart from the patriarchs and the prophets, he had this relationship with God. He knew that Jehovah was his father. And that changed the way that he thought, it changed the way that he acted, it changed the way that he treated other people. And he even made a statement like this in John 10 30. He said, I and the Father are one that's pretty powerful. That's pretty bold. And if, you, if you'll read the next verse, the religious people picked up stones to stone him. Why? Because religion doesn't want you to know God as Father. The religion doesn't want you to know how good he is and what he wants to do in your life. Religion wants you to, to, to embrace this chasm that religion creates between you and him. And don't you ever cross that. And if you do, you're going to be in trouble. But that's not the heart of our Father, right? He said, I and the Father are one. And he wants to invite you to leap over that chasm and walk with him. And Matthew chapter 7, I love how Jesus said it. And he, he came trying to get us to see how good his Father was. Matthew 7 verse 7. He said this: "Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open. Notice there are not like 10 steps that you've got to go through. Ask, it'll be given. Seek, you'll find. Right? Knock, it'll be open. For everyone who asks receives. Isn't that simple? Oh, I'm so glad for Jesus. <laughs> I'm just so glad. He's made my life so simple.) <laughs> I'm glad for Sandy Duncan, too. And wheat thins. For everyone who asks... Have you ever had wheat thins, by the way? They are a fine cracker, I'll have you know. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. Man, that's simple. I need simple. Verse 9. What man is there... Now, he just makes it as plain as you can make it right here. If you're ever wondering how good what, what God's heart is towards you, I mean, you can't get any plainer than this. What man is there among you dads, right? If his son asks for a bread, we'll give him a stone. Wow, of course not. Verse 10, or if we ask for a fish, we'll give him a serpent. Doesn't even enter our minds. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Uh Uh-oh. See, this is when everything begins to change. It's the goodness of God that changes the way we live. It changes the way we think. It's knowing that God's goodness is focused on you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That it's his pleasure to bless you. No wonder they got so mad at Jesus, right? He's telling them the way it really is. This God, my father, he would never do something to hurt you. He would never give you a sickness. He would never give you a... What kind of father would make their child sick? What kind of father would put their their child into a car accident to teach them something? That kind of teaching and thinking comes not from the father. I think you know where it comes from, hopefully. But it's not my father's voice. He's saying, my father in heaven is good. And if you, just being people, know how to treat your children, how much more, my father, how much more does he want to bless you? How much more does he want to heal you? How much more does he want to transform your life? We're talking about the perfect one in whom there's no darkness, in whom there's no evil, the one that that, that you can come to 24 hours a day without reservation and who's ready to move on your behalf. See, life is different when you're going through each day with a confidence in the goodness of God that God, my Father, is ready to act on my behalf whatever the need may be. But you can't develop that kind of confidence until you come to Jesus and take him at his word. Because there are a lot of voices out there that will undermine the confidence that God wants you to have in him. But we're exposing them, aren't we? Just by looking at the Word. So this Father, my Father's voice, is He's benevolent. He's 100% USDA holiness, right? Goodness, righteousness. And He wants to do good in your life. That shouldn't be something we have to, to, to learn. That should be something that every believer knows. That God is good. And He wants to do good things in your life. This is what enabled Jesus to overcome. He knew God was good. Isn't that funny? Something so simple that we have to change the way we think because we've been told different things, right? But Jesus knew his father was good, and he knew knew the difference between his father's voice and the other voices out there, which enabled him to do things that other people couldn't do because he was walking with his father. Okay, a more, few more scriptures, and we'll be done. John chapter 12. John chapter 12. Jesus is talking about his Father's voice, and he says, verse 49, For I did not speak on my own initiative, but the Father himself who sent me has given me a commandment as to what to say and what to speak. Verse 50, I know, I'm sure, I'm confident, I'm convinced that his commandment, his word, is eternal life. Therefore, the things I speak, I speak just as the Father has told me. He said, I know my Father's word produces nonstop life. You see, the word eternal there is a word in the Greek that means perpetual, unending, nonstop. And the word life there is pretty powerful. It's the Greek word zoe, zoe. And Strong's Dictionary of Greek Words defines it this way. So I've come, or or my Father's commandment brings eternal life, nonstop, perpetual, uh, 24-7, life. This word life, Zoe, Strong's defines it as absolute fullness of life, which belongs to God. Life as God has it. Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words defines this word that Jesus just used, life, as life in the absolute sense. Life as God has it. That which the Father has in Himself and which He gave to the incarnate Son to have in Himself and which the Son manifested to the world. My Father's commandment produces nonstop Perpetual, ongoing life in the absolute sense. Eternal life. John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them perpetual, nonstop, ongoing life in the absolute sense. As God has it, has given to me, I've given it to them. Wow. Hallelujah. And the apostle John, who wrote uh, the Gospel of John, and he wrote first second and third john and he wrote revelation when first john they called me the apostle of love first john chapter 5 verse 13 he said this these things i have written to you who believe in the name of the son of god that you may know that you have nonstop perpetual ongoing life in the absolute sense as god has it <laughs> Hallelujah. In last scripture, John 17, 3, Jesus said, This is ongoing, nonstop, perpetual life in the absolute sense that they might know you. And the word know there is the Jewish idiom which speaks of the, uh, 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 the way in which a husband knows his wife, Intimacy. Becoming one. So Jesus said this, this will produce nonstop, perpetual, ongoing life in the absolute sense, entering into an intimate relationship with God as your Father. Amen. So I want to close with this little uh, snippet that I took out of a devotional. And I don't even, it was a a friend of mine posted it on Facebook, and I saw it, and I grabbed it. I thought, I really liked it. I don't even know what the devotion was, but it's supposed to be like God talking to us, but I think it's pretty good. And I want to read this to you, and I want to encourage you to uh, spend some time listening to your Father's voice each day. Here it is. So just listen to this. Trust me enough to spend time with me, pushing back the demands of the day, refuse to feel guilty about something that's so pleasing to me, the king of the universe. Because I'm omnipotent, I'm able to bend time and events in your favor. You will find that you can accomplish more in less time after you have given yourself to me in rich communion. Also, as you align yourself with my perspective... You can sort out what is important and what is not. Don't fall into the trap of being constantly on the go. Many, many things people do in my name have no value in my kingdom. To avoid doing meaningless works, stay in continual communication with me. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time in your word this morning, for your amazing love for us. You are inviting, not foreboding. And you have given us an open invitation with wide open arms to come to you anytime, day and night, to learn from you, to learn how to live life in these unforced rhythms of grace to not fall into the trap of being constantly on the go and do, 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 do all these things. God, you take the do-do out of our lives. And we thank you, Father. You You fill our lives with purpose where we're not wasting our time and our efforts and our resources. But our lives begin to be filled up with what's really important. And I pray for every father here that you would motivate them and encourage them to spend time each day alone with you and watch you do wonders in their lives watch you do more in less time watch you bend time in their favor watch you accomplish things and take them farther than they ever dreamed possible I bless the dads here today in Jesus name that they will discover a new intimacy with you a new level of life and power and strength and wisdom a new level of provision through relationship with you. In Jesus' name. At Highway Church, we want to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ and experience the abundant life He came to give you. If you'd like to learn more about God's amazing love for you, please visit us at highwaychurch.us. You can email us at info at highwaychurch.us Or message us via our Facebook page. Put your trust in Jesus today and taste and see how good he is.